welcome everyone. Thank you for joining us today. It is a joy and an honor to be able to share the Word of God with you, teaching you how to become the winner in life that God wants you to be. I'm Jerry Savell. This is my daughter, Jerry Ann Savell, and we're teaching today on the subject of faith and patience. I like what Brother Copeland said years ago, the first time I ever heard him teach on this. He said, faith and patience are the power twins, and they are, praise God. You need faith, and you need patience. Now, let me give you a definition of patience because so many people have a wrong idea about what patience means. They think it means just put up with it and hope to God one day it'll be better. No, patience means be consistent, be constant, never changing regardless of the circumstances. Uh, the Apostle Paul described uh, it in Romans chapter 4, talking about Abraham. He staggered not mm -hmm. at the promises of God. That's what patience means. You don't stagger. You, you don't give up uh, under pressure and, and experiencing adversity and causing that, uh, that pressure to talk you into giving up. That's what the devil wants you to do. He knows he can't defeat you unless he can deceive you. And he wants to deceive you into thinking it'll never come to pass. Right. But if you can't be deceived, then you can't be defeated, praise God. So once again, we're talking about faith and patience. And I want to read to you the scripture we base this on in Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 12, that you be not slothful, but be followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Let me ask you this question. How important is God's promises coming to pass in your life? Is it to you? Mm -hmm. How important is that to you? It's important to me. I want everything God has promised. My attitude is, God, if you didn't intend to bring this to pass, then you should have never put it in my copy of this book. Because once I find it, I'm going for it, and I'm not going to give up until it comes to pass. And well, I know you've had to develop that attitude as well. Yes. Hebrews tells us that God is reliable and sure and steadfast to His Word. And when you make His Word final authority, then you can stand when everything around you does not look like anything's changing, but it can give you that faith and patience to stand in that waiting process. And I want to read it from the Passion Translation. Mm -hmm. It says, um, not to allow your hearts to grow dull or lose your enthusiasm, but follow the example of those who fully receive what God has promised because of their strong faith and their patient mm -hmm. endurance. Yeah, and it says also, be like those who stay the course like with that. committed faith. I like that. With committed faith. What does that mean? That means you don't give up. That means quitting is not an option. That means you are here for the long haul, no matter how long it takes. Kenneth Hagin used to say, if you're willing to stand forever, then it won't take very long. But so many Christians are not willing to stand forever. In fact, so many Christians are not willing to stand all day. And, uh, and once again, I've learned over the last 50 years that it doesn't always come to pass in 24 hours. Right. That's the reason the Apostle Paul said in Ephesians chapter 6, and having done all to stand, stand therefore. And, and, and the attitude is you just don't give up. Well, I heard a minister say one time that people treat God like a vending machine. Yeah. They want to push that button, whatever they're praying, believing God for, and it fall down and right then. Yeah. And normally that's not how it happens. No, it's not. It's a standing and a waiting in faith process. I've often said, 
God is not jack-in-the-box where you place your order, drive around the corner and say, God, I'd like to have what I just asked. And if I don't get it, then I'm not going to play anymore. He's not jack-in-the-box. He's not God-in-the-box. You know, you have to determine that you're going to stand on the authority of God's Word no matter how long it takes. Now, I don't want to leave the impression that it takes forever. No, I've had things that have come to pass suddenly. I've had things that have come to pass before dark. But the general rule is I've had to stand. And having done all to stand, stand. In fact, I remember one time I, had, I was standing for a financial breakthrough that looked like it was never going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, financial breakthroughs, you need them to happen and you need them to happen quickly. Right. And I needed a financial breakthrough to happen quickly. And it just wasn't happening. And it went weeks and it was not happening. And I remember asking the Lord, Lord, what do I do now? What am I doing wrong? I said, I'm standing. He said, just keep standing. I said, I have been standing. He said, just keep standing. I wanted to say, is there anybody else up there? I'd like a second opinion, <laughs> you know, but, but, you know, God is not going to change. He has a one track mind, so to speak. Having done all to stand, stand. I now have always said, notice you can't wedge anything between having done all to stand, stand. You can't get anything in there right. in between those. It's stand, and having done all to stand, stand. I said, well, Lord, I've been standing. He said, now you're scriptural. Just keep standing. I said, well, when's it going to come to pass? And he said, when you don't have to stand anymore. (laughs) I said, well, how long does it take for me not to have to stand anymore? He says, when it comes to pass. (laughs) And, you know, I couldn't get anywhere. uh, You know, I couldn't get God to come down on my level of, uh, you know, wanting to give up. And I realized I'm not going to change God's mind. I'm not going to change God's word. So I better get with the program Mm -hmm. and just keep standing. And then he said this, if you knew what I knew, you'd be shouting. I said, what do you know? He said, you're this close to a breakthrough. I said, then the shouting begins, praise God. And I began to praise God and begin to shout and rejoice. And when I began to rejoice, the pressure left. Mm -hmm. I wasn't concerned anymore about how long it's going to take. And it didn't take long for that financial breakthrough to come. That's so good. I've learned in my life that in that waiting season, three things that maybe God is still having to work something out in me, Mm -hmm. or maybe God is still having to work some things out behind the scenes to get things in order and ready. Or maybe I'm not dreaming big enough and he has something bigger and maybe you're in that place right now that he's still working out some things in your life or having to do something behind the scenes or he wants you to come up higher in your believing for whatever it is. We're going to take a short break right now, but I want you to repeat all that as soon as we come back because that's important. So watch this special announcement and we'll be back in just a few moments. Did you know patience is one of the greatest keys to receiving from God? It's through faith and patience that you obtain the promises of God. Today's special offer includes Dr. Savell's book, Life of Faith, his four-part CD series, Quitting is Not an Option, and Jerry Ann Savell's audio CD, Faith and Patience. By applying the principles in this faith-filled package, you will 
Strengthen your resolve for God's promises. Develop the power to conquer the temptation to quit and learn the skills to overcome stress and frustration. You can outlast any challenge and become the winner God calls you to be. Don't delay any longer. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request your copy of the Faith and Patience Special Package. Your victory is on the way. If you stand strong and stay the course, you will see God's favor and blessing. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org. Welcome back, everyone, and thank you once again for watching our broadcast today, and I hope that you're being inspired in your faith and your confidence is growing and daring to believe that God will make it happen to you just like He's made it happen to me and Jerry Ann and others. And the Bible says, follow those who through faith and patience have inherited the promises. Don't forget our special offer. We're going to come back to it at the end of the broadcast. Uh, these are powerful resources. Jerry Ann has a message entitled, Faith and Patience. I have four CDs here entitled, Quitting is Not an Option, and then the little book on the life of faith. Now, before we went to the break, Jerry, you were talking about three things that you've learned about how to stay in patience and stay in faith. Well, Repeat those again. When I have been believing God for something, and it's like, why is this taking so long? Instead of getting impatient, the Lord shared these things with me is, okay, maybe God still needs to do something on the inside of me. Maybe he's working something out, and that could be you right now, that God still needs to work a little something out, a little refining that needs to be done in your life. Or the second thing is that he still has some things he needs to maneuver behind the scenes to get you in alignment and ready for whatever it is, that breakthrough that you're believing for. Or the third thing is maybe you're not believing big enough yeah. that he wants bigger mm -hmm. Ephesians 3.20 exceeding abundantly for you. And maybe you <laughs> haven't set your uh, faith level. You need to set it higher for whatever it is you're believing God for. So that's what I've endeavored when I'm in that waiting process to keep those three things in mind. I want to go back to those because that's so important. That first one you said, say it again. That he's working things out, refining things on the inside of you. And one of those things could be strife, unforgiveness, jealousy. You know, uh, the Bible says in Rome, I mean, uh, Mark the 11th chapter, it says that have faith in God. It says if you have faith in God, you can say unto this mountain, be thou removed. And if you uh, don't doubt in your heart, it'll come to pass. Right. You can have what you say and so forth. But then the next verse, after all that powerful teaching on faith, the next verse, verse 25 says, and if you have aught against any. Right. So it could be that one of the things that is uh, delaying or, or, blocking. or blocking the blessing manifesting in your life, you haven't dealt with things that are going on in your heart. Mm -hmm. Unforgiveness. I'll give you a good example of that. I talked about... Uh, uh, the jet mm -hmm. uh, on the previous broadcast. And uh, I remember just before that first jet manifested, and they had 20 years we waited for this airplane to manifest. And uh, there was somebody, a minister, that had come to me in a meeting. And uh, I felt like there was some things that he was doing in his life and ministry 
that just didn't line up with the Word of God. And I, I really didn't want to talk to him about it. I'd rather somebody else do it. Mm -hmm. But it kind of turned out in a situation where I'm in this meeting and I go down to the restaurant to have a sandwich. And I'm sitting there all by myself and this minister shows up mm -hmm. and says, can I sit with you, Brother Jerry? I said, sure. So we got to talking and I said, uh, you know, I've had this on my heart that I needed to say something to you for quite some time and I didn't want to do it, but I believe God's arranged this moment mm -hmm. for it to happen. And I, I talked to him about this situation in his life. Well, he wouldn't receive it. He, he got upset with me and then uh, eventually got up and walked away. And so I thought, well, I made a mistake there, but I knew I'd heard from the Lord that I thought it was going to be something that would help him. Not only that, I had ordained this man many years before. He had a place in his life. So I had a place in his life. He had said to me, I want you to ordain me. I want you to speak into my life. Mm -hmm. Well, when I spoke into his life, he, he wouldn't receive it. And so, uh, you know, I just left it. But I'd be in other meetings and every once in a while his name would come up and I'd feel something on the that inside, little, like, mm. a, like a knot, yeah. you know, and, I'd, uh, and I wouldn't talk about any of it. Wouldn't, I didn't share that experience with anybody else, but somebody would say, hey, have you seen so-and-so lately? And, and when they'd bring up his name, there was something not right in me, mm -hmm. you know. I can't, I can't change him, but I can change me. Right. And so... Uh, the day before, the night before that jet manifested, I'm in a meeting and I walk out the door and when I open the door to go into the auditorium, this preacher's standing right in front of me, face to face. And I said, can I talk to you for a minute? Come in here. He came in and I didn't, I didn't try to correct him. I said, I've had aught against you from the last time we met. You didn't receive what I said. That's between you and God. I don't care whether you do or not. Right. I'm asking you to forgive me for having ought against you. I got that out of me. Right. Okay. The next day, the, next the airplane day. manifested. Yep. So That's exactly. what happened was God was dealing with something on the inside of me before he could release the blessing into my life. He can't release the blessing if there's And you know, there's, there's so many people that go through that. Maybe, once again, not pertaining to an airplane, but you're believing God for something big in your life and you're wondering why it's not happening. Uh, maybe you need to stop and check up on yourself. You know, that's what I had to do. I had to be obedient to God. I mean, yeah, I could have said, well, Lord, it's not me, it's him you need to be dealing with. Right. No, I had that ought. And, and faith will not work in an unforgiving heart. Right. I learned that from who? Kenneth Copeland. <laughs> Back there 50 years ago, faith will not work in an unforgiving heart. And so I had to get that alt and unforgiveness out of me before God could release the blessing that he had in store for me. Mm -hmm. Amen. So you think about that. That may be something that you needed to hear right now. And that's the reason God led you to this broadcast. He's wanting to get a blessing into your life, but make sure you check up on yourself. Do a faith checkup. Amen. That's the first thing I do is yep. faith check up on myself. And then the second thing is just to keep in mind that God is still maybe having to work some things out behind the scenes to maneuver and get in place 
whatever it is, that breakthrough that you're believing God for. So I can rest in the finished works of Jesus knowing, okay, he's got this. He's taking care of this, but I stay that's in really faith. That's trusting God. It is. That's what trusting God mm -hmm. is all about. But I can stay in faith in the process knowing, okay, he's got this. He knows the right timing. He's better at God than I am in my life, that he knows what he's doing and I rest in that and I trust in that. That's what faith is. Yeah. And that third point, say again. Well, let me read it the way I wrote it. It says, maybe you're not believing or dreaming big enough for what God has for you. Yeah. Sometimes we just aren't believing big enough, you know? Well, great example of that is uh, uh, our home uh, on the river. Yes. Brazos River. I tell that we story, had, yes. We owned some lake property in Granbury, Texas years ago. We'd mm -hmm. owned that place for what, nearly 30 years? Yes. And, and we decided to sell all that property and, and buy another place. And uh, uh, we looked at a place that we liked. It was like, a, it was like a, a home that belonged in Denver, Colorado, or in Colorado. It was, mm -hmm. it was a, a log cabin, cabin kind of house. Mm -hmm. Beautiful log cabin. But I didn't particularly like the neighborhood it was in and what you had to go through to get to the house. But we thought, well, maybe this is it because I've always liked that style home, you know. And so we made an offer on it. And, uh, and I told him this was a contingent on me being able to sell all my property in Granbury because I don't borrow money and I'll pay cash for it, but I'll have to sell my property in Granbury. So they gave us, what, 60 days or something. Well, the day before the contract was to expire, the man called me and he said, I have another offer and we're going to take it if you don't have the cash by tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I said, well, no, I, my house hasn't sold in Granbury. I don't borrow money, so I release it. Go ahead and sell it. And I was a little bit disappointed. No, I was a whole lot disappointed. Yeah. Not only that, I'm questioning why. And I couldn't get it off my mind for mm -hmm. weeks. Mm -hmm. I mean, no matter what I did, it's on my mind. Why did this fall through? Why didn't this happen? Why didn't this happen? Why didn't my property sell? God, this is not like you. Right. You know, you've always honored us where property's concerned. And I, I couldn't figure it out. And so finally, one day I told your mom, I said, I am casting the care of this over on the Lord right now. That's what I should have done to start with. Mm -hmm. I said, I am not taking up this in my thought life again. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what, why it didn't happen. And then I said, maybe God has something better. And, and I said, it. and I'm, I'm leaving it at that. Mm -hmm. Well, it wasn't long after that, this piece of property came up on, on the Brazos River in a ranching community. I had seen uh, uh, an ad for this piece of property probably six months before, mm -hmm. before I'd even decided to sell the Granberry property. And, but it, it wasn't quite what I was looking for because I didn't know at the time that it was on the Brazos River. Mm. Uh, I liked the looks of the house. I liked the size of the house. I liked the property that was with it. But I didn't go look at it because I didn't think it was really what I wanted. Right. And so it came up again. But then I remembered what they were asking for it and the price had been lowered. 
I said, we need to go look at this place. So when we pulled up in front of the property, I knew in my heart this was what the Lord had in store for us. And he said, and this is also why you didn't get the other property. I had something better. So much better. So much better. Yes. And what happened? Our property sold in Granbury and we were able to pay cash for it. So God had something better. Maybe that's what you're going through right now. Don't get frustrated when it's not happening. Don't give up on God. Don't give up on his word. Maybe God's got something better in store. Maybe he wants you to dream a little bit bigger. Amen. I know what that's like now. And so uh, you just determine in your heart that I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to throw away the word of God and I'm not going to, I'm not going to lose confidence in God. If, if it's not working, then God has something better and I'm leaving it in his hands and cast the care of it over on him. Say, Lord, you know what we're believing for? We've exercised our faith. We've sown our seed. We, we've made sure no unforgiveness is in our heart. Mm-hmm. And, and we don't know why it's not happening, but we're trusting you. We put it in your hands because we know you never fail. Your word never fails. And we're trusting you. And we're just going to walk this out in faith. And while we're walking it out, we're not going to lose our joy. Praise God. Yeah. Don't lose your joy. If Satan can't steal your joy, then he can't defeat you. Praise hey, God. I, Amen. I know someone that has a pretty famous sermon with that Amen. title. Amen. You know what I see myself doing when I try to take on the care and trying to figure out why is this not happening and when is this going to happen? I actually see myself taking that thing and laying it at the feet of Jesus. Yeah. I actually watch, see myself doing that. Like, no, Jerry, you're not going to take on the care of this. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is I'm believing God for, and it seems like it's not happening, I take that thing and I lay it at his feet and I'll walk away from right. it. Right, amen. And I'm encouraging you to do that today. Take it, lay it at his feet, walk away, and trust his timing for your life. Trust him right. and his timing, not your timing. His timing is perfect. I heard a quote that says that delay is not a denial. Yeah. So whatever you're going through right now, God's not denying you of that thing. But again, maybe it's one of these areas in your life that he's working out those things so that you can have his very best. Amen. Praise God. That's good. So I want to encourage you today. Make up your mind right now. If you haven't done so already, quitting is not an option. Amen. You just determine that having done all to stand, you will continue to stand. You're not going to give up on God. You're not going to give up on his word. God will honor your faith. God will honor your patience. God will honor your commitment. So if you really want to inherit the promises of God, then do these things. Don't give up on God. Determine quitting is not an option. Stay in faith. And by all means, don't let the devil steal your joy. Just stay in joy. I learned a long time ago that one of the greatest expressions of faith is thanksgiving and praise. When you can praise God when it hasn't even happened yet, when you can keep thanking God when it looks like it's never going to happen, that's one of the greatest expressions of faith. So I want to encourage you right now. Just lift both hands and say, Lord, I'm not giving up on you. I'm not giving up on your word. I'm not a quitter. I'm a winner. And in the name of Jesus... I'm going to praise you right now while I'm waiting for the manifestation 
and I'm going to praise you after it happens. In fact, I'm going to praise you for the rest of my life. Amen. You do that and it won't be long. You're going to be sharing with me a testimony of how God came through for you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Listen, I want to encourage you to watch this special announcement once again regarding these special resources that we have for you. And then Jerry and I'll be back in just a few moments with some closing remarks. Did you know patience is one of the greatest keys to receiving from God? It's through faith and patience that you obtain the promises of God. Today's special offer includes Dr. Savell's book, Life of Faith, his four-part CD series, Quitting is Not an Option, and Jerry Ann Savell's audio CD, Faith and Patience. By applying the principles in this faith-filled package, you will strengthen your resolve for God's promises, develop the power to conquer the temptation to quit, and learn the skills to overcome stress and frustration. You can outlast any challenge and become the winner God calls you to be. Don't delay any longer. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request your copy of the Faith and Patience Special Package. Your victory is on the way. If you stand strong and stay the course, you will see God's favor and blessing. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org. I want to encourage you to go to our website and get this product that we're offering. You know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And what you're hearing right now is good, but you need something to continue. You need to keep hearing, keep hearing. I know for me that I got to hear the Word every day. I don't go a day without hearing the Word of God because it, it rises, it raises your faith level up. So I, don't delay. Go get these as soon as you can. And I just want to encourage you that if you're in that waiting process right now, again, just to give it to God and, and don't question anymore the timing and the whys, but give it to Him because I know for me, when I've gotten impatient in my life, it's always led to a flesh-led decision, something that I manufactured, something I did on my own, which leads to compromise, which results in delay. And I wanna encourage you, don't go there. Don't get impatient. Don't get in worry. Don't get in stress. And then you start trying to figure it out on your own. Give that thing to God. Let Him take care of it and stay in faith in the process. Amen. Praise God. I want to pray for you right now. If you are in this situation where it feels like I just can't stand anymore, it feels like I just don't know if I have the patience or the endurance or the perseverance. Uh, I can't wait any longer. I want to pray for you right now because you need to tap into your true potential. You have the ability even though you don't feel like it right now, you have the ability. If you're born again, filled with the Holy Spirit, you have the great Holy Spirit on the inside of you and He has great potential that He wants you to tap into so that you can see this thing through, hold your ground and experience the blessing that God wants you to have. So Father, I lift up all of the viewers that are watching today that are hurting, that are, that are experiencing uh, adversity to the level that they think they can't stand anymore. I lift them up. I pray that the great Holy Spirit living on the inside of them will give them the courage and the uh, ability 
to stay in faith in Jesus' name. And Lord, we're expecting to hear testimonies of great breakthroughs as a result of our prayer today and their determination that quitting is not an option. Amen and amen. Join us again next week. And until then, remember, your faith will overcome the world.